your energetics are more harmonized with nature, with balance, and think of dis-ease, you're out of ease, you're dis-ease, you're becoming more at ease as you elevate your consciousness. Power comes from positivity, from hope, from reliance within to understand self. You know, when you feel the vibration in your heart saying, this feels right, I want to do it, I'm so excited, I can't wait, you know, that sort of like passion is you, your higher power, telling you you're on the right track. All right, this episode, I wanted to give you an idea and the vision of the show. I don't think I was clear on it. And when I started this ep- this series, this podcast, I had a basic understanding that I want to help elevate humanity some way or, or some shape or form and connect with those people that are making those ripple effects and changing the world in a positive way. And I call it the new age human because I see it as the new age human, the uh, human potential. And I want to explore human potential and what we've done and what we can do and what we can become using, you know, innovative technology, mindfulness, alternative health, and just kind of cultivating that, that world. Now, as I become more clear and I start doing more meditations and really just sitting in my, my own juices of understanding myself. I had a conversation with a friend of mine, Sarah, recently, and um, I want to expand on the conversation that I had with her before I hit record, because I think it's really good for you to hear. And then uh, after that, you're going to hear her response to that, and it gets really interesting. So I thought you would appreciate this and throw, and I, I'll throw this into uh, the lineup of uh, episode. So basically, um, vision and everything, I, I, I ran into a book called Power Versus Force by David Hawkins and another one called Let It Be. And there's all kinds of like energy, consciousness, uh, like books. But that Power Versus Force really hit me hard because I come from uh, the telecommunications industry. So I understand cell phones and that world and technology is fascinating to me because of what it can do and how it has helped us. But the challenges I run into is there's technology. As I get more interested in technology, I see that there's tech out there that's suppressed just because it's not uh, it's not as easy to make money out of it. And then at the same time, there's too much power in too many people's hands. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I think you know that technology or technology that's like that. And that's why you're here, right? Uh, or one of the reasons. So getting into it, I started talking about my vision of what I want to help accomplish. And in that book, Power Versus Force, the, the author really helps someone who's more left-minded, left-brained, factual, wants to see it, to believe it, and connect you to that spiritual world and really just cross those paths and connect and bridge that gap. And I liked it a lot coming from the background of being more left-brained. So I digress. He talks about kinesthesiology, and I hope I'm saying that correctly, but it's the science of your muscle twitches and muscle strength so to speak. And he found that in the presence of absolute truth, the more truthful it is, the more stronger the muscle. And the more false it is, the weaker the muscle. And experiments include um, balance experiments, muscle testing, he calls them, but one that really stood out was an experiment where someone held an envelope full of poison, which 
is not good for you. And um, without even knowing what was in it, that person's strength dropped dramatically. And then when they held, an, uh, and they had no idea what was in it. And then they held something that was more healthy for you. Could be herbs, whatever it was. They were stronger. And I thought that was pretty amazing. So your muscles are more connected to the uh, infinite knowledge and awareness of the universe. And our consciousness is just someone in the driver's seat moving around or doing its best. <laughs> and he talks about the different levels of consciousness. And I think of different levels of cell phones, right? Think of 2G, 3G, 4G, 5G. Those are just the G is generation. And as you go in higher generations of uh, cell phone connection, think of uh, faster speeds. But what's really happening frequency-wise is that band of frequencies getting smaller. And so it can move faster and handle a lot more information. And think of humans in our minds is a frequency machine, right? And as we elevate our consciousness, we elevate our frequency. And so think of the higher your frequency, the more you can understand and process. Very similar to cell phones. You see the, the, the I guess, synchronicity or the, uh, the similarities. So I took that and really digested that. And I'm like, that's interesting. And then another thing he points out is that as you move up these scales, you start to self-heal. So there's a level where you're 50%, more than 50% negative. And if you're more than 50% negative, that means you're more in the self-harm energetically area, right? Downward spiral, so to speak. So, so to speak. So the things that you're aware of and the things that you see are more negative than positive on average day to day. As you move out of that threshold and you go into more positive thoughts than negative, you're more of an upward spiral on average day to day, and you are considered more positive than negative in your mindset and your understanding and how you process things, right? And if you think about it, if you hold an image in your mind, like if I tell you, do not think about a pink elephant, you just thought about a pink elephant, it's kind of hard to get rid of that because your mind just knows yes, right? It's just, it's just yes, it's there. You think about it, it's going to be there. So stay with me. As you move higher up in this higher, hierarchy or these different levels of frequency, so to speak, you get to a place where you're much more than 50% positive. And now your mind, and it, 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 there's more specifics. I'm just really watering it down for you just for conceptual purposes. So you get higher and um, you're, you're even more positive. And as you become more positive, you hit a certain threshold area where you start to be able to heal yourself more. And you and someone else at a different frequency can be exposed to the same thing. Think of like poison ivy. Um, people energetically, physically, everything, they have different reactions. And if you can believe it, everything starts on an energetic side of things. And then it is expressed physically. So it starts energetically and, this, and then physically. So we are really good in the Western world in identifying the physical symptoms, but not necessarily the causes, right? And I know we're on the same side of that without going into that wormhole or rabbit hole. So staying with me here on that concept, yeah, you go higher, you're going to be exposed to different things or the same things as other people on different levels, and you're going to have different reactions. 
going back to that example with poison ivy, you'll be on a higher level to the point where it's just harder to get you sick versus someone on a lower level or a less complex frequency will get more sick, right? Think of people that are negative, they end up getting sick a little bit more and it kind of like just downward spiral, right? Think of placebo effect and things of that nature. Um, but your energetics are more harmonized with nature, with balance. And think of dis-ease, you're out of ease, you're dis-ease, you're becoming more at ease as you elevate your consciousness, okay? Then there's another threshold, right? So now you go from healing yourself just by your awareness and energetic status as far as your day-to-day understandings of yourself, the universe, and, and, and whatnot. You get to a threshold where you start to now heal others just by existing, just by being, because there's an energetic field that comes out of you at all times. Think of a toroidal field. Look that one up. You start to heal things around you. Now, I'm going to bring it home. Have you ever, if you have a car, have you ever gone to the mechanic and he's like, what does it sound like? What's the problem sound like? And you're like, it sounds like chugga, 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 chugga. And the, uh, the engineer, the mechanic is trying not to laugh. <laughs> um, you go to the mechanic and it stops making that noise. You're like, gee, come on. Like, it's been having this issue this entire time for like weeks or whatever. It's been annoying. I go to the mechanic and then just now it stops happening. Like, what is that? And depending on the level and extreme, extreme of the issue, you will see that. And I saw that a lot in cell phones where at one point in my life, in my career in the past, I was a device specialist and I would help people diagnose their cell phones and figure out what's going on with them. And it was interesting because this is another example that ties in with the mechanic. Customer comes in with the same issue, even though we replace them with a brand new phone or a different phone, but it's the same issue. And I'm like, I, I just gave you a phone that has no issues. And then you just come back with the same issue. And it's like a glitch. It's like a software thing. And it, there's nothing that they did physically to it. So I'm, so I'm like, huh, that's weird. I put that in my back pocket. Nowadays, it makes more sense, right? It was an energetic thing, but sometimes when they would come back with their phones, just because it was within my presence, I know and I hold the space in my mind and in my understanding of what that device is supposed to be like and how it's supposed to work. And their phone wouldn't have that issue. And they would, they would be frustrated because they want, they want to get a new phone. <laughs> so think of the mechanic. The mechanic knows the in and outs of a car and if it's a really good mechanic, they may see more of that happening where the customer comes in and that issue is gone, at least temporarily. And then they leave and it comes back. <laughs> and I know you've had this experience and feel free. Hey, you know what? Send me an email. Go to newhum.com, top right, contact me, send me an email. I want to know, does, has this happened to you? Maybe I'll mention it in a future episode or on social media. You know, we can get some, we get, we can get creative and have fun with this, right? I'm, I'm all, I'm all ears. So back to that, isn't that a cool concept? And um, I, my passion and my thoughts around this is I want to create a platform, a space for people to get to these higher levels. I want to understand getting there myself and um, what better to, uh, than to create a platform, let's say a podcast or other modalities that I'm working on right now to help you elevate yourself. And it all centers around with you understanding 
you at your core. And the closer you are to understanding yourself, uh, the, the easier it is for you to make decisions and to elevate, so to speak, your consciousness. That's just a byproduct of you understanding yourself and being at one with yourself. We go into that a little bit more when um, my friend Sarah starts talking about her experience of something similar and her her language of uh, of um, breaking that down too. So I'm excited for you to hear her response to that. And I hopefully hopefully I didn't lose anybody. And um, I, I hope you appreciated my little breakdown of that. But essentially, yeah, I want to help people elevate themselves um, energetically, consciously, so that that that's that one thing you can focus on where you elevate your your soul, your energy, your consciousness. Life is brighter, more clear. I'm going through that process myself. And it's a wonderful journey. It's calming, especially if you have anxiety or prone to it. She talks about that a little bit. I'm less anxious, less stressed. Hopefully you can hear in my voice. And if, you, if, and if you've been following my podcast, my interviewing styles probably are have changed and are going to continue to change and the tonality of my voice. Um, pay attention to that. I think you'll appreciate that. And then reflect on that with yourself, right? Well, yeah, that's the vision, right? Have this podcast, have other, other projects going on that help people elevate, become more from that space, unlimited, an abundance of ideas that are aligned with your true calling, your authentic self will come and you can take that and run with it and impact more people with unlimited energy. So stay tuned for my friend Sarah's feedback and and her experience to this conversation and just continue the journey with us. I'll see you on the second part of this episode. I'm going to just keep recording from now on to be like, you know, and we're done. We're just going to keep talking. I know this is this is what we started off by saying. The minute right. we get going, just oh, can't God. stop. <laughs> There's so yeah. much to talk about. Hi- so uh, hierarchy of uh, energies in vibrational. One of your yeah, what you just said was beautiful. So vibrational energy, and one of the thing, another thing I learned in the in the Maloka while I was in ceremony was raise your vibration, vibrational energy. And so I saw that in lower vibrational settings, lower vibrational realms is where kind of the darkness is. It's like the, the, the harder, more painful emotions like anger and hate and, uh, you know, despair and sadness and all these other things, jealousy. But as you raise your vibrations, I saw this, Mama Ayahuasca showed this to me, that in the higher realms and higher dimensions, the higher frequencies, the higher vibrations, what emotions are there are love, compassion, empathy. And those sort of lower vibrations don't exist in those higher dimensions. And I think about it, no, they don't just, they're just non-existent. They do not exist. And so the highest vibrational energy there is, I got goosebumps, is God, the highest consciousness, the one love. And the lowest vibrational lack of, I see it as, is when, you know, zero Kelvin is when no molecules, nothing, no particles vibrate any longer. It's nothing. So that to me, in my mind, is hell the absence of something, the void, the darkness. Whereas the highest vibrational energy there is, is love, which is the infinite light, the the, the light that's just so bright and so magne- magnificent 
that we cannot even comprehend it. They talk about nirvana, right? Even a glimpse of it is, is difficult for the human body to even comprehend. And so that's kind of where I think of vibrational energies, right? Raise your vibration, lower your vibration. And that's why they talk about passion, because passion is your connection to the higher power, the higher source. Your passion is the message of keep going, persevere, don't believe the naysayer, don't listen to the negativity. Power comes from positivity, from hope, from reliance within to understand self. You know, when you feel the vibration in your heart saying, this feels right, I want to do, I'm so excited, I can't wait. You know, that's sort of like passion is you, your higher power, telling you you're on the right track. Keep going. That's your love. And the mm -hmm. world will unfold for you. It's pronoia, not paranoia. Pronoia is Pro the universe. Have you heard that term? Pronoia. Pronoia. So think about the word paranoid, right? Paranoi, right? That means the universe, you're paranoid that the universe is out to get you. Paranoid. There's something wrong. Something's going to happen. Something's around the corner. I'm going to be harmed. Pronoia is the universe is working in my favor. Mm. Things are going to work out in my benefit. I just got to trust. You know, we talked about uh, fake it to you, faith it till you make it. And so that's all about vibrational energy. So what you're talking about is right. That's affirmations. That's gratitude, right? That's all these beautiful kind of feelings and emotions. They're higher vibration. And you're lighter. And if you think about it from a science perspective, right? Think about the state of ice. Water molecules are water molecules. Ice is a lower vibration. There's mm -hmm. colder, it's denser, it's it's heavier, you know, that's ice. And then as the as you put heat to it, the molecules start to vibrate. Now you have water. And then it starts to vibrate, now you have water vapor. It's in the ethers now. Right? Your soul continues onward, upward, you know, beyond the the heavy vibrating body that you're in right now. Right? So it's all science in that respect. Uh, so yeah, raise your vibration has reality to it. It's the ohm in yoga, right? We have the chakras down our spine, and then the highest chakra, the most kind of wisdom of it all is is the crown that connects to the higher power. And they tell us that ohm is essentially amen. Mm. Do you know that? I think I heard it once. Ohm, amen, same, same <laughs> frequency, right? Mm -hmm. The frequency mm. of the universe. And so... That's very powerful. I learned that, and I've learned that from ayahuasca. But now, seeing it again, we talked about the model. Shell keeps spinning. You see a different aspect of the prism, a different aspect of the turn, and it turns outward. You know, this is just an, I'm learning this again and again. It's a simple concept, but I see it in learning it over and over again about mm. the power of positivity, the affirmation, and that's those Chinese, the Japanese experiments too. You speak positively to plants mm -hmm. as opposed to negatively to plants. Mastering those positive. Yeah, isn't that beautiful? He 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 proved it, right? That yeah, those plants thrive because you were speaking positively. You were singing to them. Song and uh, smoke are two mediums that transcend the dimensions. Yeah, and and for anybody who's not familiar with uh, Doctor Emoto's experiment, he basically uh, took water from the same source, put it in jars, labeled them with different uh, words. One was labeled love, the other one was labeled hate, and then you have variants. Um, labels in between those extreme phrases. He left it out, let people, strangers, look at them, read them, and keep going. And then he took them, froze them, crystallized them, and looked at all of them under a microscope. And the more negative the phrase, the more disharmonic and just destructive looking and nasty looking the 
uh, image was the crystal. And then the more positive, which I think love was the most harmonic and most simple one, or, or I don't know about simple, but most harmonic and beautiful looking one. It looked like a, like, like a snowflake and like all these geometries came together per almost perfectly. And it just lends you an understanding physically what ends up happening on the energetic side, just by a glance. It's all in the patterns. Amazing. So yeah. one more thing I'll say to that. So I spoke a bit before about the Icaros, the songs of the plants. Mm. They say ayahuasca is actually the, um, the injector, the needle. The medicine is actually the Icaros, the songs of the plants. So set and setting are critical for this awakening to happen. The ayahuasca enables your physiological body to ingest the DMT because the tracruna leaf and the ayahuasca vine come together and, and allow for the DMT to work with your pineal gland and elsewhere. But the songs that the shamans sing, the ikaros, the songs of the plants, the vibrational entities of the plants, that's where the real magic happens. And that's where I saw the intensity of the psychedelic journey it was when they were singing me the ikaros head on. Wow. So yeah, they were working with frequencies to begin with, right? Rain dances as well, right? Um, that ancient knowledge, we are finally starting to digest that. And I, I say we as in the Western world are waking up and accepting a lot of times not by choice, <laughs> uh, by circumstance, by being led by faith, right? Uh, and I remember reading and learning that uh, the next phase is going to need to be the the the, the Western world, the more left-brained cultures uh, getting exposed and putting their, <laughs> I hate to say this phrase, putting their stank on it um, because it's a different perspective. It's, it's, it's a different way to approach it and it's going to be a different way than what it was in the ancient world. So it's one of those things where instead of going back to where we were, there's no backwards, there's only forwards. And bringing the past to the present is going to create those really cool um, images that you might see where you have the future, you have these tall white buildings all made out of glass and you have greenery. Like it's, it's going to be a future that's been empowered by the ancient past, right? Like imagine taking what we know now and then scrapping what doesn't serve us and adding what does serve us. Oh, this is a mind blow, right? Well, I saw it as past, present, and future all one. We're all in this one knot. And, mm. you know, it, 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 the future can influence the past and vice versa. They've done scientific mm. experiments on this. It's hard to conceptualize. It's hard to yeah. explain. <laughs> but it's the truth. Like, we're in the now always. Now, 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 True. now. And Correct. so people are on their own journeys. We're all on different paths because the three dimensions sees it as, you know, chronological from start to finish. But we're constantly billions upon billions of seconds just continuing to change our it's almost like a dial on a radio mm. you know we're looking at the frequency as we continue to evolve through these infinite parallel universes and so you know life is so different for me even three months ago life was different for me even you know five years ago you know i didn't even know i was doing this podcast until yesterday right like <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of keep evolving and moving the ship uh the rudder of the ship in a direction that feels like it's the right path. And then you, your world just continues to morph around you. It's like how that AI technology now is showing the movement, 
in real time in video form. You know, it's almost like this guy is walking and he's like starts as a caveman and then all of a sudden mm. he starts morphing into like this other guy who's like a Renaissance man and morphs into like the future man. That's what this is happening. It's just it's just a, just a rudder that's turning us. So we're all on different paths. We're all here to learn lessons and things are going to unfold the way they do when the time is right for us or me mm. in particular. So your path is different from my path. I might awake, I might awake when I bor was born or I might awake the day I die. It does not make it right or wrong. It just is. And that's mm. how I understand things. But kudos to us to like listen to the call. You know, mm. that's what's important is just our own personal work. And we're constantly going to infinitely reincarnate and keep going over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's another thing to enjoy the to, ride <laughs> to digest for some people, the idea of reincarnation. Um, awesome. Awesome conversation yeah, with you. Uh, I know. And we, divinity, too. That was the other thing. I wasn't I wasn't very spiritual and I came back from the rainforest more spiritual. Get unplugged and you see the real world. And then you don't want to it. be plugged back in. That's right. You appreciate it better. All right. I'm going to. Okay. Thank you. I <laughs> know. Right. We keep going. <laughs> yeah.